You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Welcome back. It is Friday. Well, we're releasing this on a Friday anyway. And so we are doing another Friday with Friends episode. Clap hands. The exciting news is that it's the same friend. It's still my husband. Still, that may mean we don't have any friends, but or we just don't have the time to. That's schedule. really sad. It's not. You true. don't think I have friends? That's not true. You just don't have time to schedule interviews with people. That's true. It would be weird what I'm wearing right now to be interviewing. Yes, a friend You're wearing a nightgown. in my nightgown <laughs> at my house. So, um, just interviewing my husband on Friday with friends today. We um, we may have some issues because the microphones that we use have this blue light and Brandon keeps blinding me with the blue light, but I'll work through it. I'll get over it. We'll be fine. So, Brandon, I have a question for you today. Okay, we're going to kind of focus on um, your relationship with Jesus. If If you have questions for me, at the end, feel free to, to ask. But one question that I want to ask is coming from a, like, how do we know, you know, once we become a believer, like, what does, what does that look like? How do we know if we're growing, that sort of thing? So my question for you is, how would you say that the Lord has changed you, like, evidence you can see in your life? Um, whether it be conviction or desires or um, just whatever that might look like. How how can you tell that you're different now since becoming a believer and fully surrendering and repenting and believing than before in your life when you, you know, just, just went to church and, and that sort of thing? Can you talk through that? Yeah, I grew up going to church, and so I knew some moral things and morally how to live. But after I became a Christian, I think the overall biggest change was that I had a uh, desire to know God and to read His Bible and or to read the Bible and to pray. And His, we do want you reading God's Bible. God's yes. Bible. You not do not need to read anybody else's anyone Bible. else's Bible. Uh, but but yeah, so I had a desire to do those things, and the sanctification piece of of becoming more like Him in the ways of uh, fruit of the Spirit like you just talked about, um, has progressively happened over time. There will be there were seasons probably where I realized m- more so that I wasn't being patient, and so the Lord really grew me in that, or or that I wasn't very kind, and the Lord grew me in that. But uh, it's just kind of an uh, overall process of progress of, of becoming more like Christ. But the biggest change is, okay, I actually want to read the Bible now, and I actually want to pray. Whereas before, when I was just going to church, I didn't really have those desires. So if you don't want to read the Bible, if you don't have a desire to pray, does that mean that you're not a believer? No, because I think we can get stuck in, in times where we're, um, we just kind of lose sight of God and um, for whatever reason get distracted from Him. But I think that a good question to ask, if it's a prolonged, um, if you notice for the last year you haven't wanted to read the Bible once, you know, it might be good to ask God, okay, why is this the case? And, you know, he may reveal to you that you've kind of pushed him to the side and 
even though you once knew him and trusted him for salvation, you, you might've pushed him aside. Uh, or he may show you that you really don't know him at all. And, uh, but going to him with that question of why is this the case? Show me what's in my own heart and why I'm, uh, more reliant on me than on you. Uh, that's a, a good place to, to yeah, go. That sounds really similar to Psalm 139, 23. Search me. Oh God, know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any hurtful way in me. So mm-hmm. that's a really tangible application of how we live out that verse. Um, can you speak on, like, do you ever use that verse? Do you have an example that you would be comfortable sharing with us about recently using that verse or just asking God to to show you? if there's been any hurtful thing in you and then him revealing it and you repenting of that? Um, this is the first time I've heard that question, so I'm not going to be able to prov- provide probably a specific example off the spot. But yes, that verse, um, I, I do pray that verse a lot. Uh, and typically I get fairly prideful at times and, and, um, and I, I, here's a specific example, and it kind of involved repentance, but also more so just self-awareness. There was a situation, um, a conversation that I was in like six months ago, and I left that conversation feeling um, really frustrated, kind of angry. And so I left, went on a walk, and asked the Lord, God, why am I frustrated and kind of angry? And he just began to reveal those things to me about what I had done wrong in the conversation or what the other person might have done done wrong. But it, it kind of led me to a place where I could for, repent of what I had done in the conversation, um, but also keep a healthy perspective. And, and so asking God to search me and show me what's going on in my own heart uh, really freed me up to live at peace with him and um, eventually the person that I was having that conversation with. Yeah, that's good. Because I think a lot of times we're prone to um, say, God, search the other person. Show the other person where they are wrong. Show them where they need to change, right? It's a lot harder for us sometimes to pray, search me, God. Show me where I'm wrong. Show me my anxious thoughts. Because then we have to deal with it ourselves. So I think that's a really healthy thing to do is to be able to to pray that about ourselves and not just, hey, God, change everyone else and fix everyone else, but let me chill and do my thing. Correct. Yeah. I think that if if your mindset is, which mine has been this, been this in the past, uh, if my mindset is, well, I don't care what happens to them or I don't care how they feel, well, then I'm, I'm probably um, not really concerned about what God is doing in my own heart. I just want um, I'm kind of like David in Psalm 139 where he gets really frustrated and, and ask God to, to kill all his enemies. Um, I'm staying in that if I'm not really um, asking God to search me out specifically. Um, so, yeah, that's a, a good observation. Yeah. So do you have any questions for me? Anything you have to tell the people? You're blank staring me right now, and that doesn't actually work for a podcast. So, is there anything you'd like to say? Well, what has God shown you in the last 24 hours? What's a time where you were able to rely? You you missed a podcast Wednesday. 
Um, and so what is a, during that 24 hour time span where you were going crazy, life was just hitting the fan, so to speak. Um, what was a moment where you were able to sense the Lord's work in your life and see him, uh, taking care of you in the midst of the craziness? Cause I think, I feel like a lot of people on the, that listening, they're probably, their lives are probably crazy, right? I don't know. Yes. I assume that they are. I don't know that we can get actual feedback from them right now in our living room, but I think the answer. We can try. <laughs> I think the answer to that is yes. Um, so can you summarize your question? So summarizing this, people live crazy lives. Uh-huh. We're going all over the place all the time. Sure. You had a day like that Wednesday. Sure. Tuesday. Tuesday. So how did you continue to focus on the Lord? How did you see him working? Um, because it's easy to, you know, when a crazy day happens, just forget about God. Gotcha. Um, well, Jonathan Hobbs would say that this is too much information, but shout out to Jonathan. Jonathan, I don't know if he listens or not, but he's in our, he's in the small group that Brandon and I lead together. And I shared this one day in small group, one way that I, I refocus myself on the Lord. And some of you may say this is too much information. I'm just being reminded in my mind that my grandparents listened to this. So here we go. There's that. There's nothing. But truly, um, one way that I stay focused on the Lord throughout the day um, and pray without ceasing, try to live that verse out, is that I pray while I'm using the bathroom. Too much. I know. But seriously, it really, I mean, I really do. You can't tell me that some of you people don't look on your phones while you're using the bathroom. Okay? So don't even act like that you've never done that before. Um, I know you have. So I like it because as a teacher, the the bathroom, the restroom is like literally the only place I can go where there's no people. Like there's no students. At least you hope. Uh, yes, that's true. At least I hope. Well, it's like a one, it's a single person bathroom. Oh, okay. So yes. Yeah. That, that would be very weird and awkward if not. So maybe not, maybe just as weird and awkward as me talking about for an extended period of time, me using the bathroom. But I really do... Um, I don't have anyone asking me questions. I don't have anyone needing me. I don't have anyone needing me to help find paper or, and I'm happy to do, you know, all of those things and, and all of that. But when I am able to go to the bathroom, I'm able to just focus on God and nothing else. And so I always take those moments to, um, pray and whatever I have next, I usually go to the restroom in between classes, like between third and fourth hour. Um, I use that time to just, if anything happened just before that, I give that to the Lord. I take that time to say, Hey God, this upset me the way that this person responded, or I'm not sure if I acted the right way. Lord, I give that to you. Help me love the people that I'm about to encounter. That's been a big prayer um, of mine recently is just constantly throughout the day. I'll pray even when I'm not using the bathroom too, actually. Yes, not just during bathroom time. But um, I have been praying recently, God, help me love people the way that you would love them. The people that I'm around, show me how to love them. A lot of that I think the Lord has shown me means being present and being in the moment when I would rather... You know, when I've got 10 minutes to spare and there are people around rather than being on my phone 
looking around, seeing who looks like they want to be talked to or need to be loved on, listening to the spirit in that um, is what that looks like a lot of times. Yeah, that was a follow up question I was going to ask. So you you figure out you figure out a, you make time, so to speak, to love God, uh, but then loving your neighbor, loving the people around you, uh, you just try to fight to be really present in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say that I do, and um, I think that I also another thing I've been praying is that um, the Lord would show me who's going to receive His love. I think to some degree we see Jesus you know, doing that at times, like whenever, like there are a lot of people, um, the, the woman with, you know, the bleeding problem that touches his coat, where there are a lot of people touching his coat and maybe even people wanting to talk to him. But that woman was the one that was going to receive what he had to say and receive his love in that moment. And so that's what he focused on. Because sometimes, you know, there are a lot of people that need love throughout your day, but but who's going to receive it? So just really being sensitive um, to the spirit in that. Yeah, I think that's good. Being sensitive to the spirit. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Your, your face tells me you have nothing else to say. Zero. And it's your podcast. So you should just <laughs> okay. wrap this I'll up. Just, I'll just take it away from here. Um, so hopefully I would say um, those of you that are listening that we are at 13 minutes. Is that what Brandon just told me? Yeah. So when the producer ends up on the podcast, wow. it's hard for the producer to produce. That is super interesting. Okay. Well, with that being said, I hope you were encouraged today. Thanks for listening. Be who you were created to be.